All right. So, Maria, thank you for joining us. Thank you for taking the time out. I'm sure there's plenty going on that you could be doing instead of this. But now that you're here, I appreciate the time. Any thanks for having me, Vikrant. It's my pleasure. So, as we were just talking about, I think, like I mentioned, the objective of this conversation is to learn more about what your story is like, and what it is that brought you to Zepay, what it is that brought you to crypto. So, what I want to sort of begin by understanding, and this is for our listeners as well, is what does a typical day at Zepay look like for you? So, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it is you do, and so on from there. So I am. I work as a data scientist in the research and development team, and it's pretty much a very, very dynamic job. Like that, it okay. is the range is. It's great. Like it goes from like just like day to day automation for different teams, like legal or customer service and stuff like that, or it also ranges to like really like high tech, high level stuff, futuristic stuff, which probably won't work out. We just like keep experimenting. So it's like. we just want to harness our tech powers our crypto powers to just improve things in big ways small ways okay that's always a good thing and i think zepay as a whole is very very pro the idea of just using blockchain to improve people's lives right but as a follow on question and i respect that you may not actually be at liberty to tell us exactly what it is you work on but what is one project that you've been really excited or that's really been you you've really been passionate to work on in let's say the last couple of months so it's actually the pro, uh, I, the project that i'm working on right now it's mm-hmm. super it's innovative it's i can actually even give you a brief uh, overview about it we're working on so um sustainable mining for bitcoin especially since recently in the last couple of months after the whole uh tesla stopped accepting bitcoin because of its energy consumption and all the whole focus has been on the energy consumption that um bitcoin how much energy bitcoin consumes which is why we wanted to sort of come up we um in india come up with a solution for that and over here we just have so much like solar all around us so we've been trying to harness all that energy to sort of mine bitcoins using solar power but then there's that's not just it we are also doing this specifically tar- like we want to help rural indian women because of through that so it's not just an environmental and like a sustain- sustainable initiative but also we want to help like marginalized communities benefit through the powers of crypto and also introduce them into this world interesting interesting and i think that's a fairly large challenge that you're helping solve not only because it will help bitcoin adoption or blockchain adoption at the whole but i think it comes down to just providing value to the people who need it most right but when it comes down to it what do these conversations look like like is it just let's say you and the team brainstorming and saying okay this is a great idea let's build on it or what do those processes look like so the great thing about zepay is that we're they're super open to new ideas innovative ideas whether or not it may work out so like whether it's we have whether it's anyone who has an idea in fact in the r&d team we are open to anyone across the company pitching their ideas we in fact every single month we encourage people to pitch ideas and then um we through a voting system we select projects and we work on it for a couple of weeks just to see if it can 
um it takes form if it has anything there otherwise we can we even let it go so sometimes things work out sometimes things don't and that's okay too but like that's through this experimentation we are hoping to like create the next big thing interesting and the next big things always great to hear especially from a future proofing aspect um but the logical next question is what brought you to zepe like what was your journey that led to our r&d team i it was it, i i can just say it's fate like right now because so oh. i was always a finance person through and through and then later i started getting into the data science field i did my further uh, further education in data science and everything and then the opportunity of zeppe came up and when i heard about the role and i actually joined here as an intern initially when i heard about the role i was like i have to do this i want to do it and right in fact right before that was when i personally bought bitcoin like right a month or two before that and at the at the time i'll admit it was just like a trading tool for me like a way to make like uh like a little bit of money but after i started working here was when i realized that okay this stuff actually has great utility much more than what most people understand and um after my internship i was you know when i was offered a full time role and everything i was like this is this is what i want to be doing and i i genuinely love it i enjoy it everything okay that's that's great to hear and i think it's interesting because you are probably one of the few who's done the bitcoin journey the other way around in reverse where you actually invested first and then started working with zepay but how familiar were you with the idea of crypto or the idea of blockchain let's say before we came around not very familiar to be like i knew it existed i knew there's something called bitcoin but you know the whole underlying technology how blockchain works what is like what is the utility what is the purpose i wasn't very very well aware of that and that is again something that i want to work towards for other people because even until today i feel like majority of the people in who are in this space who you who buy and sell bitcoin do it as like a trading tool and even other coins you know but there's so much more than just making money like this digital currencies are going to be the future of the entire financial system absolutely and i think you did mention that a major a large majority of people don't necessarily understand how it works or understand the larger utility right so is there a way that you see let's say maybe zepay or the larger blockchain industry bridging that gap yes one um because uh, also even, like even for me before i joined zepay like blockchain and cryptocurrencies were sort of synonymous but that's not actually true right like cryptocurrencies are a part of blockchain but there is so much more and as now time is going by we're getting introduced to more such things we're getting um introduced to things like nfts daos and there's a lot more utility to blockchain than just crypto and as we move forward as the world becomes more um open to the sort of tech revolution that's happening around us i'm sure that more and more people are going to realize this so it comes directly from education and awareness then yes and creation of new products interesting makes sense right because the more headlines that we generate the more people are going to realize what's out there exactly fair enough 
Um, but I think you did touch upon DAOs for a moment there. And I want to build upon that because I know you're a fairly central member of ZPay's Women DAO. Yes. And can you tell us a little bit about that experience? So the DAO, we actually at ZPay, we launched the world's very first women's only DAO. Uh, just like give a brief um, overview of what a DAO is. A DAO is a decentralized autonomous organization where basically we kind of remove the whole system of hierarchies and you know CXOs and power concentration and stuff and basically every member has a voice has a voting right and all decisions are made based on what everyone votes for so at uh, ZFA actually just uh, this year on Women's Day we launched the Women's DAO and to give a voice to like an underrepresented gender in crypto. And right now the DAO is only open to female employees of ZPay. We're like in a very heavy transition phase right now where we want to expand the DAO beyond just our employees. We want to expand it to all female customers of ZPay, which is over like four or 5 million people across the globe. Um, we want to move from the test net to the main net. We want to, um, you know, we want to increase the number of, decisions and give more power to the decisions that the DAO is able to take so and yeah and we've received so much um, like interest and appreciation from you know people who are interested in crypto from across the world which just again shows that you know this like stuff like this is going to pick up and eventually going to take over yeah and I think I think you touched upon something that is I think at the very core of a series like this which is the fact that women are absolutely underrepresented in our industry. And why do you think that is? And I think then as a function of that, what can we, and I say we, as both sort of collectively as a larger blockchain industry, but also let's say the, the boys side of the, of the gym as such, what can we do to make it more welcoming as such? So in general, like, in tech, we can like anyway in tech, we see that females are underrepresented and this, it's just this disparity is kind of just further increased in the field of crypto and blockchain because they're considered very like tech centric industries, right? So it just kind of the whole concept seems a little scary, which is why people get so skeptical about it. Although we have seen a steady rise in the number of women investors in the crypto case since crypto became legal but the number still remains um, far lower than the male counterpart. So the, and we like, there shouldn't be a gap this big because like history proves again, right? That fe like women are better at decision-making, better at investment calls, better at, you know, like, so crypto, the entire field will greatly benefit with sort of a greater inflow of that gender. So, and with the DAO especially, we hope that it helps balance out this male to female ratio. And we envision an organization that is owned and managed by the women. And, you know, we just take those ideas and program them into a smart contract so that they cannot be disobeyed. And as for what men can do, again, I'm at Zeppe, we have like, you obviously are aware, we have like kind of this, we are very supportive of the feminist culture. So they already, we have a lot of support, a lot of backing from 
uh, the people we need and that is basically what we, we need we what we would also not only just from men again but even from everyone else the like greater participation greater initiative would obviously help but then again like i have like zero complaints about what's happening right now because we've received much more like um inter- like appreciation and help from the company than we could have hoped for no and that's good to hear right i mean fingers crossed that we continue the trajectory exactly but i think to take away what you're saying is that it's not enough to just be accepting but then to sort of take that next step and not only take initiative but encourage and follow through i think would be yeah. uh, would be an accurate statement sorry yes. you were like we're not complacent that we don't want to get complacent like we want to keep taking that initiative that um effort from our side to bridge the gap and you know give more power to women give more power to the dao give help bridge that gap which again like all the management of zepe has been very very helpful about right right so coming back to the women's dao i think and building upon the idea of how men can make this space more welcoming what are the challenges that you faced not only with the dao but in the wider experience that you've had so overall like i would say we were quite overwhelmed by the support and encouragement that the dao received but it did, it did come with a fair set of challenges and obstacles one of the may and these are challenges that dao's in general face which what we found after like a bit of research that there initially at least there was um, a struggle to get the enough participation so right now our dao is hosted on aragon and we have a certain um threshold for even participation for passing of votes the majority and stuff so as of now it becomes kind of a thing that people believe that they have to do over and above their work but which is why like participation can sort of fall back a little but like after that we took certain steps to promote and in, uh, increase participation like you know incentives and rewards and rewards in terms of crypto and which again help but um like an incentive based system won't really last right so now what we're working on is to get the dao to the to that kind of a level where all the members want to and wish to come online participate and engage with the community when they are asked to right right and follow on question here right how does the dao operate on let's say a week in week out basis and i think for our listeners just to add a little bit of context typically we have i think a thursday every thursday we have a showcase of what the r&d team is working on but how does that tie into let's say what the dao is working on or how proposal works proposals work every month so um our dao every month we accept proposals from people in the company for projects and like i said we work on it we see if it has um substance we see if it's doable and then we move forward but right now again like i said the dao is still very new it's in a very nascent stage so we're in that transition phase we want right now we're on the testnet which means we use um we're using we're not using real ethereum we're using fake ethereum which is in the metamask wallet but now as we 
are sort of building to transition to the mainnet. We're also, we've been ideating on creating a native ZEP token for specifically for the functioning of the DAO. We, um, we've been, like you said, you asked about projects. So, and like I mentioned, we've been sort of, you know, doing things to increase participation. So recently we uh, introduced a reward system for the person whose project is picked as project of the month. So right now we're giving them a certain reward in term in cryptocurrency if your project is chosen for the month. And we're expecting that also to, you know, boost the number of people who come in to pitch projects. So okay. there's, a, uh, there's a lot that's uh, going on with the DAO every day. We're connecting with um, this community locally, which is called Women Who Code. And again, we want them to, you know, sort of collaborate by ex exploring different opportunities for different people and how eventually the DAO can be empowered to make bigger and better decisions. Like, I mean, you must be aware that, you know, in our, in our last board meeting as well, we were told that we will be having the power to make much more important decisions. So right. as that happens, I believe that the, the um, issue of participation and stuff will automatically and gradually get resolved. Makes sense. Makes sense. So I think that's everything I wanted to ask. Is there anything that you think I missed out? Um, I think you covered everything. <laughs> okay, awesome. So I'm going to pause the recording now.